Welcome to the Nerd Gospel Podcast, where we transition you from green alien milk into the meat of the gospel. I'm Heath. I'm Jeremy. Let's get to the news. First, before I get to the news, that's a gross. That's really gross. The, the alien, green alien green milk? Alien milk. If you didn't have to see where it came from. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if you just... Yeah. <laughs> so the source is... Yeah, the green part, that's not bad. Did you ever try that green ketchup? Do you uh, remember yeah, that? Yeah, Purple ketchup? Sure, absolutely. It, it ta- it, like You would think it would taste exactly the same. It didn't. No. Because mentally, it was green. Right. And it wasn't red. Let's get to the news. Uh, Baby Groot Flower Pot. I just saw this. It was Mm -hmm. super cute. It's Groot. Yeah. Baby Groot. Right. And the pot is in his back. So it's like a little flower grows out of his back. Oh. It's really cute. Anyways, you can get on eBay or something like that. I just thought I'd tell you in case, you know, I know Christmas is over, but you guys are probably flush with cash. Sure. Right. Gift cards. Obviously gift cards. So check eBay, um, Google Baby Groot Flower Pot, and there you go. You're welcome. You want it. It's very cute. Uh, Godzilla's getting a new manga series. Have you ever read a manga? Do you know what a manga is? No. It's like Japanese comic books. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's anime. Okay. Uh, manga. Godzilla, Planet of the Monsters as a serial in Shonen Jump. Shonen Jump's kind of like their magazine, but they release new animes in it all the time. Uh, and so then they'll take the animes and they'll, t- or the, not the animes, I'm saying, I'm sorry, manga. They'll take the manga yeah. and they'll put it into like a little collected manga book and whatnot. Uh, but that's how you got to If you're getting Shonen Jump, man, that's you. So Godzilla is finally getting he's finally getting some the, attention. The due respect, man. I can't. You know, Godzilla. What would he be the equivalent to over here in America? Like he's been around since what yeah. the 1960s, 70s? I in, think in older. Japan, older than that, maybe what? 1950s. Is he from Japan or did we? He's American, no. but we put him in Japan. No, no, right? no, no. Japan started him. No, we stole Godzilla. Is that right? Yeah, oh, yeah. That's totally true. I did not know that. Oh yeah. Well, he's been around for a long time, so good. You know, good on you, Godzilla. When it says Planet of the Monsters, he's the king. We should see about well done. You know what kind of birthday he's got coming up. Let's see if we can celebrate. Yeah, bless his heart. He must be getting old. <laughs> uh, starting in March 2018. So if you're a Godzilla fan, if you're a manga fan, check that out. Uh, if, if we didn't run you all off, I love anime. I love manga. I love that stuff. Uh, we haven't really touched on it yet. There is a really cool podcast called Redeemed Otaku Whoa. with our friend uh, Becky Smith. Okay. So go check that out. Quick plug. I wasn't planning on doing that, but there you go, Becky. I know she listens. So. Okay. Uh, the Porgs. Were you a fan of the Porgs? Yeah, I thought they were great. Yeah, they were cute. I was expecting to hate them. I thought they were going to be talking. Yeah, not, awful. I thought they were going to be Ewoks. Yeah. And I was really, really glad that they weren't. Uh, yeah, because you can't, let's be real, you can't replace Ewoks. I, you can't. <laughs> okay. The Porgs, why were they actually in there? Well, they were Puffins. Isn't this cool? So on the island where they filmed all this, they were there were puffins that lived there. Oh, on the, the little birds. Yeah, little okay. birds. And rather than CGI them all out, mm-hmm. they just kept the puffins in. They replaced them with porks. Wow, that's really cool, isn't it? I yeah. didn't know that. So yeah. it actually makes sense. Like I like that idea. Like they thought, well, let's not cut them out. Let's leave them in. So that's neat. What was the giant sea monster? Was that a whale? Yeah, it had to be. <laughs> no, I think they just <laughs> they just put that. That might have been just a real one. So. I see. Doctor Who, uh, we Jeremy and I talked about this briefly. I, I haven't, I've seen like maybe an episode yeah. of Doctor Who. I've seen like four or five. I've tried to get into it. Everybody always goes, oh, no, no, you, you don't need to start here, start here. And then somebody else will go, no, you got to start. So I never know where to start. Yeah. I think I finally have a definitive answer. Um, I asked somebody, so I'm going to start watching maybe during the summer. But mm-hmm. I'm going to get into it. Okay, I'm going to get into it. All right. Because <laughs> it's the one part of nerd culture I have not touched on. Is Doctor Who, and I'm ashamed of it. I'd like you to get into it for on you. my behalf. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So I don't have to. That'd be great. <laughs> well, apparently Doctor Who, Jodie Whittaker, takes over as the first female Doctor Who. Amazing. Uh, takes over for Capaldi. So, and, I get, and I guess the way this happens out from what little I know is that 
the doctor has like regeneration life cycles or something. I'm going to screw this up and people are going to be like, uh, actually, and they're push up their, you know, actually, it's not like that. Uh, I don't know how it goes, but I just know he has some sort of like reincarnation thing happening. Whatever. And Jody's coming. Jody's coming. And I'm excited. Jody Foster, <laughs> Jody Whitaker. Uh, Jody's here. Ladies, the girls are back in town. Uh, video game. I've been playing this game called Divinity Original Sin. Mm-hmm. Now, you're a gamer. You'd like to game more, wouldn't you? Me? Like, if you had a system, you don't own a system, do you? No. Well, yeah. Yeah. My, my deal on video games is not good. I'm not going to yeah. share. I don't, you I think they're a waste of time. It. I what? love them very much. Okay. But I think they're a waste of time and that everyone can find something better to do. All right. Well, <laughs> I wasted my time quite a bit this past week. <clears throat> um, this game called Divinity Original Sin, it's not a waste of time. Mm-hmm. It's a great adventure. Good. It's like reading a book. Yeah. But you play it. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's really cool. Check it out. Uh, I, I know there's number two people have talked about. Um, I bought some other games. There, GameStop was running this sale, like buy two, get one free, which mm-hmm. is always good, pre-owned. So I got a bunch of random games. Anyways, I'm excited. I'm a huge gamer. I used to, I understand what, here's what Jeremy's saying. Mm-hmm. If you get obsessed with video games or you can't manage your time well, don't play them. Because I played WoW. I used to play World of Warcraft mm-hmm. and I'd spend eight hours a day in front of a computer screen. I'm not kidding you. And I know... It, like looking back, I know that there was something wrong there. Okay. Yeah. So if you cannot control your time, like set a little watch for you. I had vacation, so I didn't have to do that. I could yeah. just veg out, which nice. was great. Um, anyway, so this is the, this is it. You ready for it? I am. Musky news. So musky. <laughs> Every time it's going to be different. Uh, would you like to read this for us, Jeremy? What the heck well, is going on with Elon? Yeah, I, I found a Supreme Overlord Musk. Uh, actually, a, a friend of ours sent us this article. It's old, it's but it's a oh. full write-up in Vanity Fair uh, from March, specifically titled Elon Musk's Billion Dollar Crusade to Stop the AI Apocalypse. Which is coming, which we have confirmed from him. Yeah, so I'm not going to be able to read huge chunks yeah. of this article, but I am going to post it on our Facebook page, so you can go read it there. It's very long and very detailed. Which, wait, a Facebook page? We have a Facebook group? We do? Oh, the oh. Nerd Gospel Facebook group. We have, I think we're coming up on 320-something, or we have 320, we're coming up on 350. Well, yeah, members. And if we get to 350, I've made some grandiose promise where we're going to give something away. Yeah, something from his private something collection. Something from my private collection. Whatever's the most valuable at the time. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll we're going to give away one-tenth of a Bitcoin. That's no, I'm way too we're not much. Do that. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, in this article, Elon is quoted. Now, you guys have heard these quotes. Yes. But this is just this is everything right in the center. This is Musk. With it, with artificial intelligence, we are summoning the demon. You know all those stories where there's the guy with the pentagram and the holy water, and he's like, "Yeah, he's sure he can control the demon." Doesn't work out. Doesn't work out. <laughs> That's, That's uh, Musk. We'll, we'll we'll post that article. It's definitely worth it. Don't a read. summon the AI demon. That's and and yet and yet he constantly does it. This is something Jeremy told me, which I didn't know. That Musk is famously wanting to go to Mars. Yes. And I guess he, I thought he was like, oh, he wants to go on a crusade to Mars. This is cool, mm-hmm. right? Apparently, why does he want to go to Mars, Jeremy? He says in this article, in, in, <laughs> in the article's quoting some interview, yeah. that he thinks that that's going to be our only escape from AI, that we'll have to go to Mars. Yeah, and but the, here's the, the thing. His car is circling, is going to circle it, and they'll just take <laughs> over. It'll be like Transformers. They'll transform from the car and yeah. destroy everything. And then we'll need Optimus Prime well, to come save us with the AllSpark. And I actually great. think he's probably right. You think he's dead on? Well, sort of, <laughs> because if, if if AI can chase us off of Earth, they yeah. they have no reason to follow us. They just want 
they should be okay on Earth. Jared, we don't know their motivations. Well, we okay. we have to give them their motivations. We've seen Skynet. Okay, no. we know what happens with if if Arnold Schwarzenegger does not come to save us on Mars, we're doomed. That's why the initial programming of AI is so important because you give them their core <laughs> motivations. After that, we lose control. But if That's you can right. give them the right core motivations, we should be okay. Yeah, teach them morals like good. It's little not going to work. Be little, good little boy robots and girl robots. Uh, that's all the news we have. Let's chat Christmas. Let's ch- chat some New Year's rezos. Uh-huh. Because if I'm not mistaken, this is going to come out on New Year's Day. Well, first, how was your Christmas? It was good. It was really good. We yeah. had, I got some good gifts. I got to see my parents, which was fun. Mm-hmm. We traveled to go visit them with my uh, my son and my wife. We sat in the car for eight hours and we didn't uh, want to kill my two-year-old son. You know, he was that's, wonderful. He did a great good. job. Good job, buddy. Uh, so we, ha- we, ha- we were gifted a long time ago by my mother. Uh, a little DVD thing. Mm-hmm. And we don't let my son watch a ton of TV, but in the car, it's like all bets are off. Yeah. And we're watching Toy Story and one and two, and, and it keeps me awake, which is great too. So anyways, he yeah. did a great job, and we had a, a really fantastic... Christmas is just... I love it. It's I just love it. It's my Good. favorite time of year. So, it is awesome. How about you? Mine was great. What yeah. are your New Year's resolutions? Okay, so I thought a little bit about this. Now, I always make them up, and then I don't always keep them. But I, I want to read like probably 30 books, 30, 40 books. I think I read like 17 this year, which yeah. is not not my quota. I don't want that. Mm-hmm. The other thing I want to do, which I, I started doing last year, I want to memorize the book of Ephesians. Wow. Completely memorize it. Yeah. And I started doing it last year and I really just trailed off really quick because uh, I w- I'm taking seminary classes, if you don't know, and, doing all, and it's just hard to do all that. And my wife uh, is pregnant, which I don't know if I've mentioned. Nope. But, so I'm going to have another little one run around here pretty soon. And we're Congratulations. Find out. I know. Thank you. So we'll find out the uh, the gender uh, pretty soon here mm-hmm. in the next few weeks. So we're excited about that. So That's it's been a, a great Christmas. And I, so so my last final New Year's thing is to uh, lose some weight. Uh, you know, everybody says that, but I'm mm-hmm. actually going to do it. So, mm-hmm. We'll see. Uh, and run some races or something like that. So what about you? Um, I don't really do like New Year's resolutions because I try to keep, because yeah. I fail Play more, more often games. than once a year. So uh, I try to reset all the time. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to participate in one of our pastor's challenges. He's got a 31-day Bible reading challenge, which oh, just means spending time reading the Bible uh, for for the month of January. So I'm going to use that as a launching point and try to keep that going strong. Cool. Read, read the Bible every day. And, uh, and I'm going to incorporate prayer in that as well. Yeah. So prayer and Bible every Great. day without fail. Great. Awesome. Yeah. Very cool. All right. Well, let's get to the main event. The main event is this is the, this is what you've been waiting for. With bated we, breath. We've put it off for two weeks now. We've given everybody fair warning. Mm-hmm. This is going to be massive spoilers for The Last Jedi. Meaning we're, not, we're just going to talk we're just about whatever. let it go. We're not going to hold anything back. So if you haven't seen it, just turn this off, okay? Come back to it later. Save it. Download it. Come back later. Or you or, probably just don't care about the movie yeah, because you haven't listen. seen it yet. So just yeah, listen and who it, cares. Listen. Uh, so we're going to talk about The Last Jedi and we're going to bring it to balance mm-hmm. in the Christian life because yes. a massive theme, if you've seen the movie, you know it's about balance right. between the light and the dark. And the Christian life is really about balance in all things, right? really. Between the light and the dark? Between the light and the dark. Absolutely, Jeremy. It's, so we talked about this many, many moons ago, many episodes ago, about living in the now, not yet of yeah. life, yeah. where we are uh, simultaneously justified by God. We are, we are hidden with Christ in the heavenly places. Now, not yet. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we still live sinful lives. We still, Jeremy and I still battle with sin all the time. Uh, this side of heaven, we're going to do that. Yeah. But we are justified and we know that in, you know, with full hope and, and certainty that when we go to heaven, when we see, stand before the judge, when we stand before God, we are justified. We are forgiven. Not, no longer any condemnation for those in Christ Jesus. That's good news. Very good. News. So how do we balance life 
that's what we're going to be talking about. So let's first uh, chat a little bit about the film. Mm-hmm. And I want you to start because you know how I feel about it. I do. And I want you to be the uh, the cherry. Yep. Okay. So I saw it twice. Uh, I saw it when it came out on a Friday night. Yep. And then I actually went yesterday morning uh, with oddly 50 other people that oh. saw the movie at 1030 in the morning Good two weeks them. after it came out. Yeah. I thought that was strange. People had their popcorn and drinks and stuff. Yeah, they were 1030 in the morning. Yeah, well, yeah. What were you, what, what, what's going freaks. on? <laughs> <laughs> but I was there too. So I found out that you can buy Cinnabon uh, pastry bites and coffee no. at the movies. So In the morning? Yeah. I'm going to well, start I, going. I assume it's all the time, but that's, wow. I had Cinnabon and coffee for my movie the time. more you know. It was great. Um, I really liked the movie both yes. times. I did like it less the second viewing, yeah. which I was hoping it would go the other way. I, ho- I hoped I would like it and more. And sometimes it does, yeah. Um, and I'm more and more convinced that I am just a willing... You're I'm willing a, to be entertained. Stooge. I'm just, just like, <laughs> okay, that's cool. <laughs> Uh, because all the criticisms, I understand intellectually what people are saying. Like yeah. the people that hate it, which there's more Bombs than I expected. dropping in space, stuff like that. I just sure. Yeah, all that I'm just like that's ah, movie magic. I guess. Like I thought the story itself. Uh, I can't say that. I was gonna say it was is fine. <laughs> the story itself is good enough. Yeah. And then the uh, the fun of it, and I don't mean the jokes. And but it I is mean, fun. Oh yeah, it's very fun. Star Wars is mad fun. I don't mean the jokes, but I mean like the. Uh, just the entertainment of it yeah. is, is there. Super it's very entertaining, entertaining yeah. the whole time. Okay. That's my basic. Yeah. I So, man, I, I gave this a couple weeks. After my first viewing, I'm going to be honest, I left I left the movie theater and I, was, I did not like it at all. Mm-hmm. I honestly really hated it. And I went home thinking like, I just cannot believe they did that to Star Wars. Now, the reason I did that was because I went in, as, as Jeremy said, well, kind of like I went as a fanboy mm-hmm. and I wanted too many things. Right, I wanted answers to every little thing. Who is Snoke? Who is Ray Parents? Uh, what is this? What is you know? All I wanted all these answers, and I wasn't given anything really. Mm-hmm. And even when I was given answers, I wasn't satisfied. It was very lackluster. And I understand that was part of the what he was trying to do. I yeah. get it. Okay, yeah. but that's so I left disappointed. It's like a kid at Christmas who opens the box. He's expecting a gift, and instead he gets like socks. Right, right? and that's how I felt. Now some people went in expecting socks. And they were joyous over the socks. <laughs> These are right? sweet socks. Like that's great. Like they got exactly <laughs> what they wanted. So, so my critique of the movie is not really like bashing the movie. I thought it was fine. I mm-hmm. I thought it was entertaining. It was not what I wanted. Yeah. And so I can't critique something. And go well. I didn't get what I want. Meh. You know that the kid who throws the tantrum after getting the socks is the is the grump, it's not a the bad person. kid. Yeah. So I mean, I'm I'm rejoicing. We got another Star Wars. Yeah. Like, heck yeah. And we got okay. another one coming. Yeah. And we got another one coming. So I don't care. Like, I enjoyed it. I'll go see the next one. If you're a Star Wars fan, you enjoy them all. And and honestly, all this talk about it, we've had so many good conversations about it. I appreciate the prequels now more. Because I don't. it's. No, you still don't. Nope. <laughs> but, but, like, so you don't like Phantom Menace. I really actually enjoyed Phantom Menace. Boo. Okay. I know. And it, it Jar Jar tainted everything. I feel like if Jar Jar weren't in those films, like, th- people would hate them less. Nope. No, you don't. Hayden okay. Christensen was still in them. <laughs> I'll do sand. Well, he wasn't in the first one. But anyway, so so I left it, and this is kind of where I'm coming at it from. Yeah. I need balance in my life. <laughs> I do, and I need to balance art, right? Uh-huh. Like I need to, if we're going to sit here and critique nerd culture and talk about this stuff, I need to be able to, to come away from a movie and go, you know what? Not everything's going to knock it out of the park for me. Yeah. Because there are some movies I see which I absolutely love. And other people hate. And I go, well, how on earth could they do that? Well, there's balance. You just got to balance, mm. right? So if anything, it's caused me to critique movies differently, to think about it differently. And as a Christian, like I need to approach these movies and go, 
I don't, what am I doing hanging all my hopes and dreams on Ray's parents? <laughs> like, you know, like, what the heck? Like, it's just a movie, okay? It's just a film. And yeah. all these little gripes, it is kind of silly to sit back and go, am I really upset about bombs dropping in space in a movie mm-hmm. about laser swords and porgs? You know what I mean? Like, right. is this really what I'm getting upset about? Okay. Um, anyways, and J.J. Abrams, like, I have a tiny J.J. Abrams that lives inside my heart. <laughs> and he talks to me every <laughs> once in a while. <laughs> And he's like, hey, JJ here. And I'm like, oh, Jay, hey, what's uh-huh. up, man? Hey, uh-huh. I like mystery. And I go, me too, JJ. And then we like hold hands and jump around. Mm-hmm. Ryan mm-hmm. Johnson doesn't live inside my heart. I don't have a tiny Ryan Johnson. No. I enjoy his movies, but this it didn't speak to me. So there you go. There's my really long, overly winded explanation. I enjoyed it. Whatever. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I enjoyed it. Whatever. So let's talk really quickly about the characters. Who did you like? Who did you not like? Characters. Uh, my favorite character was Luke, yep. uh, which I guess I wasn't... I heard a lot of people say that they didn't think that this was Luke. I didn't like, like Luke. Like it was a fake Luke. Yeah. And something that Luke was nothing like. I didn't see that. Like Fake news. We, <laughs> we got uh, you know, 30 years later or whatever. Like you've, I, I, I see like the Luke that we saw in Return of the Jedi could easily become the Luke we saw on the island. Okay. Because he's, because we've got experiences that we see, which is him, you know, building up this school and he's yeah. now the only Jedi and he's training the new ones. And then he has his star pupil, turns which is you know the worst yeah. thing that could happen to him yeah. and then he fades away like he he says i'm on the island i came to the island to die there yeah he wants to be out he's done nuns on the island they're hilarious that's <laughs> yes, great they are funny sorry <laughs> there's a i don't know i saw him as real uh more than some of the other characters the other characters are singularly motivated where luke yeah. just seems it's not complicated but it's uh it's more real to me like yeah he's given up i just see giving up more often in life yeah. than I see persevering. He, he sort of, he reminds me of a guy who like gets, jumps in he, head first and he's so excited. Like mm-hmm. I'm going to start, like he goes from return of the Jedi to going, I'm going to start a Jedi Academy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to bring the Jedi back. Yeah. And then his, his own nephew right. freaks out and burns the place down, kills everybody. And you go, I'd go to an Island too and be like, yeah, I failed. I screwed up. What was I thinking? I'm done. I will say it is surprising because the last Luke that we saw, yeah. uh, believed so much that Darth Vader could come back. Yeah. But then you see him in the hut with uh with Kylo, Kylo. with Ben and he he's immediately like, darkness. "Oh no. Like I darkness is there. I might I might have yeah. to cut him down." You know, I almost to bring this to a, a Bible thing and this is probably a stretch obviously. Uh but he's almost like a, a Christian who jumped all in. You know, I've known some people like this. They mm-hmm. jump all in, they're on the praise team, they're pan- they're freaking out, they're having a great time, and then one little thing happens, like your Jedi Academy gets burned down. Right. No, but but do you understand what I'm saying? Like they they go, Well, God must have not been there. The force wasn't there for me. Yeah. Uh so I'm gonna abandon it. Right. And so I think Luke has a kind of a come to Jesus moment when Ray shows up and goes, Oh, there is a plan. There still was a plan here. Mm-hmm. Oh, the force is still doing stuff. Okay. Yeah. And so that's what kind of gets him back into the game. When he reconnects to with the force. And yeah, goes, and you see him come oh. back and do what he can. Yeah, and do what he can. And he's back to his normal self. He's like, he's put away the apathy and he goes, you know what, I'm going to go clean up what I started yeah. and finish what I started and give them a way out, which he does in glorious fashion. That's and a great scene. everything he could. One of, one Literally. Of the, yeah, fantastic scene. Now, I didn't love Luke. My favorite character was Kylo. Mm-hmm. And I told you why, but for the listeners who weren't no, privy they, to our they don't need to know. <laughs> uh, I like Kylo because, in a in a weird way, he makes a lot of sense to me because he he wants a purpose in life, like we all do, right? We all want a purpose in life, and especially as a young person, I was very lost. I think around twenty years old, I was like, "What am I going to do with my life? Where's going?" I didn't know what was going to happen, and so he's looking for a purpose, and his uncle gives him a purpose. 
come be this Jedi master. Come be great. And he's super strong, raw power. And so Luke kind of uses him in a way. And he come, he wakes up and he sees his uncle over him about to kill him. And he goes, really, my uncle? I'm done with this. So he burns it down. Then he goes to Snoke. And Snoke promises him the same thing, but wants to use him again. Mm-hmm. So, of course, he kills Snoke. And it's almost like, I almost feel sorry for Kylo. He's just being used by old men who are, one's on the light side, one's on the dark side, but they're both using him. And it's kind of what they did with Anakin. Yeah, They used him. Qui-Gon was so hell-bent on training him because he, he this was going to be the kid. This was going to be the guy who was going to bring balance to the Force. Nobody else. Right. And the Jedi Council said, don't do it. And he did it. So... I feel for Kylo. And then when he looks at Ray, like I'm all about Ray Lowe. I don't know if you've been following this conversation. <laughs> I wanted them to hook. I want them to be together and have little force babies. And right. Uh, but, th- but he looks at her and he goes, come on, let's leave these old men behind. Let's leave these tired old things behind. Let's go start a new thing. The last thing he says is please, please, yeah. please. He's like, can somebody please love me? Can somebody please give me a place to belong? Mm-hmm. And she says, nah. And right. it's like the ultimate friend zone. And so, well, no, no so, she's not saying no to him. She's saying no to the dark. <laughs> yeah, Jeez. I know, I know. But in my mind, she said no to him. Uh, <laughs> so, so anyway, so that's how I feel about Kyle. Now, all right, so let's go to wh- who did we not like? Who do you not like? Obviously. Kylo? If hate, you say Kylo? No, I oh, hate Hux. General Hux. <laughs> I hate him. I hated him in The Force Awakens, too. Yeah. He is so, when he gives that speech... <laughs> In the Force Awakens, where the you know everybody's in uh, yep. in uh, what's that called formation, yep. and he's screaming the Hitler speech. Oh my word! Come on, yeah. even Hitler's not that Hitler. Yeah, he's it very it's very Nazi ish. They they went full. And I right. I do like that uh, that Ryan did the like joking around about him in the beginning. The, yeah. the very intro, you see him on the phone with Poe. And some people hate that. I, Jeremy and I both agree. We thought it was fun and kitschy. And, yeah. yeah. But then they don't do anything else yeah. with, with him. He just, he just stays he a just screamer. He just screams the rest of the movie. There was an opportunity for, there's always an opportunity for you to make a person real. Yeah. Somebody that's a single dimension, you can add another dimension to that person. Yeah. And it doesn't need to be big. It can just be subtle. But they're just like, nope, he's a screamer. And they're like, hey, Hux, can you scream the rest of me? Yes, I can. <laughs> Okay, can you roll all your letters? You know, because <laughs> he rolls every letter, and he's like, ah, Kylo, and he's, yeah. oh man, he's, oh. And they don't do any any makeup. Yeah. All that eye makeup that it oh. looks like is on there. That's not real. That's he his looks face like, breaking. Yeah, he looks like he's not getting enough rest. And I'm <laughs> I'm worried about Hux mentally. The uh, director keeps coming in telling the makeup artist, "Can you look at make him look yeah, worse? Yeah, make him like, oh, what? And, and you know, scream a little louder. Yeah. Next we we did mention that if you go to the the past movies. All of the generals are very calm. Yeah, always. And they're very like quiet. And they're business-like. Kind of, they're business-like. Like, to, um, you know, if you ever saw Grandma of Tarkin scream, you'd be like, oh, he's really upset right now. But he didn't. He's always like, fire the death stop, you know. And then you got Nita and all the other guys, and they're just trying to stay alive. Yeah. All right. Hux is like gutsy. He's just pushing the limits. Yeah. And those admirals, they, they, they believed in what they were doing. Like, they're... Yeah. they're uh, Empire guys, but yeah, they're not freaking. Snoke keeping him cartoons. around make makes no sense to me. Like Snoke's like he's a tool, and you're like, yeah, he's a the worst tool of all time. He loses. He does not do anything good. I think Snoke's is my also. second least favorite okay character, yeah, because he got suffers from some of the same things. Like he was so mysterious in the Force Awakens, yeah, and then he's revealed, and you're like, oh, well, he's just he kind of doing. He's deformed. super strong, and he's just yeah, yeah, yeah. The, here's the so here's one of my biggest gripes with the movie is the villains are all awful. Yeah. Except for Kylo. All of the villains I could care less about. Um, Couldn't care Phasma. Less. 
Couldn't, couldn't care less about it. Thank you. <laughs> Phasma. Remember we talked about before we went and I said, I hope Phasma does something in this. Yeah, she does not. N- absolutely nothing. They wasted her character. Yeah. DJ, even him, he's wasted. He just kind of like, sorry, I you know, sold you out, whatever. Um, and he's gone. This is wasted. Yeah. And then you get to the end of the movie with, with Kylo and it kind of leaves you going, okay, so their first order is bad, I guess. And they're, they're I mean, they're still bad, but this, it didn't feel like a threat to me anymore. At the end of Empire, I felt like, oh my word, the Emperor's in power. Everything, everything's a real threat yeah, right they now. They were cool and coherent and knew what they were doing. Yeah. They have the first order is like anything could go. Like they could start graffitiing the galaxy yeah. and he could start skateboarding and we <laughs> you know. And Kylo actually suffers from the same thing that Hux does with his screaming and his tantrum in the elevator. Yeah. Like, uh, his character is better developed because you see more of it. Yeah. But he's got the same weird screaming problem. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on from that. Silly things, Leia in space. Can we both agree that's silly? Or did you like it? No, tell me you didn't like it, please. I think my mic just no. cut out. <laughs> no, not Lance. It's not that I like it. It's that I don't think it's crazy. Oh, it's so goofy. It's fine. All Who right. cares? Well, that's goofy. Bombs dropping in space. We talked about that. The casino plot line. People have argued that it makes sense. I still like it. No, the casino's awful. The casino, the, hopping on those animals and riding out of the thing. Like, what is going on there? Yeah, it's, okay. it was so long yeah. and so dumb. And as a side <laughs> tangent here, let me just say, some people are like, Oh, you don't like it because two persons of color had had their own story. <laughs> I've heard this argument, and they go, "You you just don't like because two." I could care less about that. I love Finn as a character, mm-hmm. and I didn't hate Rose. I thought they were fine characters. I just think that whole plot line makes zero sense. Yeah. They they go, it's it's I'm emotionally invested in it. They come back and nothing happens right. from it. They didn't accomplish anything. Yeah, it's completely wasted plot line. Yeah. So whatever, okay, whatever. Uh, I don't like it. Let's keep going. Those are silly to me. It's super divisive. This film is super divisive. There's been a lot of both sides. Yeah, I it, love this movie. I hate this movie. Yeah, it, I you know I'm trying to maintain balance. You're doing Jeremy. a great job. I'm trying to maintain balance. Um, but if you go to like Rotten Tomatoes, it's like the critic score is off the charts. It's mm-hmm. great, mm-hmm. and then the audience score, which is so bizarre, is in the dumps. Yeah. So that's really wasn't there weird. something about like that was hacked or. Yeah, fake. yeah, I did read that. I did read that, but I think they would have fixed it by now, maybe. I or guess. I guess who I knows? Know. But but I see. I, the reason I think it's not maybe not hacked is because I've seen both sides. Yeah, I've literally seen both both sides. Uh, people uh, talking, uh, people hating know. it, liking right. it. Yeah, talking yeah. with people. So it's super divisive. Uh, two weeks to process it. The internet is kind of going both ways on it, and so we're trying to find balance. Mm-hmm. And so as we talk about balance in the Christian life and balance in movies, let me just. Let me just encourage you not to talk people down, right? Not to yell people down. Uh-huh. So this is part of what I, I, I was, I'm a youth pastor, and part of what I've been telling my kids is that uh, I think not too long ago this uh, neo-Nazi guy named Richard Spencer, I think, right. right? He was talking on a campus, and people just screamed him down, mm-hmm. right? And the only way nowadays in, in 2017, like I disagree with him, obviously. Yeah. Obviously, like I shouldn't have to say it, but we do, right? But, but you can't scream people down, mm. Right, you really can't do that. Like there are, there's a time for dialogue. It's wonderful. We were reading through Acts, and what got me started on this was Paul goes to the Areopagus and he reasons with them. Right, he goes and he reasons with them. And I guarantee you, if Socrates or you know these other guys have shown up back when they were debating with each other, and they one just started going la 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 la, get out of here, get out of here for three hours straight, right. people would have been like, "What are you doing? Yeah, you're not a smart, wise man. You're an idiot. Get him out of here." Right. And now in 2017, if we don't like somebody that what they're saying, rather than have balance and just listen and dialogue, we just scream people down. 
And a lot of what I've heard with this movie from both Christians and non-Christians alike is they just yell at each other and go, you're an idiot. If you don't like this, you're a moron. If you do like this, you're an idiot. You're a moron. You can't do that, right? Yeah. You Even with something that. this silly, it's, it's still the wrong way to go. Yeah. And, and it, but it, because if it starts with this something this silly, how mm-hmm. are you going to react with something like Richard Spencer? Where, well, we, see how where we have real disagreements, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, so, man, we got to have balance. Yeah. And it's hard. Why? Because I, I'm sinful. And you're sinful. And my first instinct is to yell at somebody and tell them they're stupid. I, I, sinful Heath goes, man, you can rip this guy to shreds, pull out your theological sword, start slicing people up, right? right. And I have to fight that and go, like, is this the way Jesus wants me to talk to this person? Uh, can we have disagreements? Jeremy and I have theological disagreements. We have things we talk about, and we love each other, and we still walk together, Yep. right? So there's ways to be balanced in the Christian life. And, and part of it, as, as a nerd, right, in nerd culture, is there's going to be more disagreements uh, between DC and Marvel, <laughs> right? Uh, and so if we can take something silly like this and have balance in it, I think that's going to go a long way. So let's kind of talk about this. This is Ecclesiastes 3, 1 through 8. This is a super, I mean, most people have heard this before in some way. Do you mind reading of course. this for us, Jeremy? There is an appointed time for everything, and there's a time for every event under heaven, a time to give birth and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to uproot what is planted, a time to kill, and a time to heal, a time to tear down, and a time to build up, a time to weep, and a time to laugh, a time to mourn, and a time to dance, a time to throw stones, and a time to gather stones, a time to embrace, and a time to shun embracing, a time to search, and a time to give up as lost, a time to keep, and a time to throw away, a time to tear apart, and a time to sew together, a time to be silent, and a time to speak, a time to love, and a time to hate, a time for war, and a time for peace. So there's there's a time for everything under the sun, right? Everything now, turn, turn, turn. Now Ecclesiastes is really important the way you understand the whole book as yeah. a as a total. Uh, this is under the sun, right? right? Und, uh, under heaven. This is not necessarily like as Christians we shouldn't hate anybody right uh my mom always i grew up my mom said the only people you hate are satan and sin so hate mm-hmm. satan and sin right um so so it depends on how you read ecclesiastes it's that's nuanced and that whole deeper discussion but looking at that we can see that there's a time for balance right and all things balance a time for crying a time for laughing a time for uh, and christians need to be people of balance yeah. we need to know have discernment have understanding is this a good time for me to scream at my brother not, you know, physically my brother, but to scream at my brother or my sister in Christ because we disagree on a movie, hmm. right? My cousin and I in college, we were in a heated, like, faces red argument over Iron Man 2. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. <laughs> and I look back on that and go, what a stupid, stupid argument. And I and if you think about this and you're listening to this and you go, yeah, I've, I've been in some doozies myself over just the dumbest things, mm-hmm. I, I wish I had balance, and I want that. And so as we think about that, keep that in the back of your mind. Time to embrace, a time to shun, all these things um, going forward. Here's, here's Ephesians 5, 15 through 17. It says, be very careful. Be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. And so in that one little verse alone, I think there's a lot of stuff to unpack. The first thing is, we have to be careful, hmm. okay? And Paul Paul says that, be careful, because he knows we're not very careful. Yeah. And we have a tendency, it's it's very, in this evil age, right, this evil world, The my instinct is not to be careful. 
Yeah. It's to kind of jump in. So he says, be careful, not unwise, but as wise. Now, for you, Jeremy, what do you think that means to be wise, I guess, as a, as a believer, as a Christian? Yeah, I, it's putting yourself under the authority of Scripture. Like, how, yeah. how else can you do it? It's either your own thoughts and feelings, which is not good, yeah. or you put yourself under some authority, and there's only one constant authority, and that's the, the Scriptures. That's God's Word revealed to us. Yeah, we talk about wisdom, the difference between wisdom and knowledge. Mm -hmm. Uh, Knowledge is knowing something, and wisdom is like knowing, applying it, right? Uh, And so I I often think about how the Bible talks about Jesus being the wisdom of God. He is the applied knowledge of God, right? And so if we want to be like Christ, we want to be wise, we want to listen to him, and look how Jesus acts all throughout scriptures. He's very balanced. Uh, There's times where he can you know, get angry in the temple if he needs to, righteous anger, and toss the tables. And then there's times when he secludes himself, pulls himself away. There's times where he, you know, it's just, he's he's a, a man who, a real human who experienced emotions, yeah. and he he's balanced. Mm-hmm. And so we want to be balanced like Christ is balanced, and especially when we approach the scriptures as well. We want to be definitely balanced. Yeah. I think, I guess I, I'm making sure that, I'm, that I understand. Yeah. So we don't want balance in that, we're always ready to go one direction or the other yeah. on anything. Like that's not the balance that we're talking about. No, uh, we're not talking about being tippable, where you could go, oh, well, I'm with you now, or I'm with you now yeah. because you said that. What we mean is like the way to understand our role in the church and in the world is not always clear. It's not always obvious. You yeah. have to to exercise discernment as you're working through different things. It is clear that when you're in an argument with somebody about whether uh, the Snopes scene was cool or not cool, <laughs> you don't need to get pissed. Like, there's yeah. no reason to be angry or or frustrated or anything like that. Uh, but it might not be as clear when you're, you know, you've got somebody who's on the uh, punch Nazis in the face movement. Yeah, yeah. Where their idea is you can't even listen to what someone thinks if they think something that's this terrible. And that's, you know, that's kind of like, okay, well, how do we discern? Is there really a time where you stop acknowledging the humanity of the person across from you. Yeah. Is there really that time where now I'm just going to punch you in the face because of what you believe? I don't think so. Uh, at least not in the lay level when we're, you know, when we get to the army level, there may be that time where yeah. we're now yeah. we're going to punch you in the face, you know, with, with tanks. Yeah. Uh, but when we're talking about in confrontation with a person that's across the, the table from you or, or in the street, it, some counter protest, I don't think that's the time for you to scream over the top of somebody else. Yeah. Um, so, the, the, I mean, balance here is not easy to achieve. It's easy to achieve, or should be, when we're talking about a movie. But when you're talking about uh, the humanity of another person, this goes back to C.S. Lewis's quote, which we've, I think, read three times at this point. Yeah. That you've never met a mere mortal. All human beings are immortal because God created us that way. Uh, so we had a definite beginning because we're creations of God, but we will go on forever and we'll either be amazingly beautiful creatures that Christ has redeemed and made in his image, or we'll be damned to hell for all eternity and monstrous, unlike anything you can imagine, but we'll all be eternal. Yeah. And this is, this is the basic golden rule, right? Treat others as you want to be treated. This yeah. is love God, love others. Yeah. Those, those are the two commandments. Love God, love others. That's all. That's it. And you would think that was so easy, but it really is difficult. Like loving God for me is much easier, right? A lot of times than loving others because, because God doesn't, 
treat me like dirt. You know, God doesn't, <laughs> he, he loves me all the time. Yeah. And there are times when I'm mad or I'm upset or I don't understand what God's doing, obviously, right? right. But, but that seems okay. That seems easier to me. But loving others is the hard part because I got to go get my car after this and I got to go get cut off. I got to go to a store and get yelled at. I mean, we went and ate lunch together, Jeremy and I did today. And the guys behind the counter were just not friendly. They're just rude, right? right. And so it's like, well, what do we, how do we love these people, right? Mm-hmm. And so where does wisdom come from? Well, we know from the Bible, it comes from God. And like my wife and I are just, we were just reading about Sam, uh, uh, Solomon, mm-hmm. Solomon. And he, where does he get his wisdom from? From God. Yeah. And, you know, wisdom calls aloud in the streets. Go read the Proverbs. Like we need to be people of wisdom. People need to, people should come to Christians and go, what, what's advice here? What does the Bible say? Yeah. What does God say about this? And so we pray for that. How do, how do we ultimately discern what is right from wrong? How do we maintain balance? We ask the Holy Spirit for help. Mm-hmm. We ask God to help us. Because, like I said, my first inclination is not to do the right thing. Right. I have to, f- I have to fight my sin, push back against it. Yeah. So let's keep going on here. Um, we can talk about redeeming the time a little bit. The days are evil, and so I've I've often heard people say about redeeming time. What does that mean? Well, it just means be intentional. I think it means be intentional. So when you wake up in the morning, have a plan for your day. Ha, ha, you know, like Jeremy said, don't waste time with video games. Like, okay, I love video games, uh, and if I have time, I'm going to sit down and play one, right? To but relax. make a decision to do that. <laughs> but make a decision to do it, you know? Yeah. Don't just be flippant. Like, if you have stuff to do, do that first. Mm-hmm. Then when you've done everything, go rest, yeah. right? Um, so redeem the time. How can we understand the Lord's will for our lives? The last part there says, therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. Now, I constantly hear this question. Well, how do I know what the Lord's will is for my life? Mm-hmm. And I think there's a few ways to know it. I think the first one is um, see what the Bible says. Yeah. Right. Go to the Bible and say, what is God's will for the world? What is God's ultimate plan of redemption? And how do I fit in that plan? And then and read it and then pray and go, Lord, how do I fit in that plan? Yeah. What 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 am I called to do? I think the next thing is seek wise counsel. Go talk to somebody, go talk to your pastor, elders, uh, a godly couple or friend that you know, and say, What do you think? my calling is Mm -hmm. in the kingdom. Mm -hmm. Um, If you walk with somebody long enough, like I I walk with some of my youth kids and if they come to me and go, what's my spiritual gift? I can boom. I can tell them right away because I know them. Right. And so like, you know, just walk with somebody, ask somebody and say, what do you think? You know, and if they're, if you don't have, if you don't know that, then still pray, pray about it. Ask Mm -hmm. God for help. Um, He's going to tell you. Oh yeah. The Lord's will. Like, remember the Bible like has the instructions from God in it. Uh, they may not be, hey, on Tuesday at four o'clock, yeah. I need you to go and talk to this one person that needs your help. <laughs> but if you're saturated in what the Bible says, like it's going to be obvious to you when somebody, you know, uh, you've been reading the Bible for all these years and, and you care about what it says and you're looking for the Lord to lead your life. When so-and-so seems like they're having a hard time, you're naturally going to want to go and see if you can help them. And if you've got a video game to play, Maybe think first, is there anybody I can help before yeah. I just sit down and play this video game? <laughs> We're just bashing on video game players today. I'm going to go home and play video games after this, Jeremy. That's fine, um, because you helped us let me, first. Let me, let me clarify something real quick, too. I'm not sure if we've clarified this. Yeah. When we talk about balancing, we're not talking about balancing light and dark as if the dark wins. Oh, no. Okay? We're talking about we're full light side. We're mm-hmm. spirit-empowered believers. We're, you know, if you are a spirit-empowered believer, you should be spirit person. Mm-hmm. Okay? Now, that seems a little, ooh, mystical spirit person, but I just mean the spirit wins out. At the end of the day. Yep. So when we're talking about balance, we're talking about balancing as a spirit empowered person. How do you balance your emotions? How do you balance your time? How do you balance your life right. uh, and the way you just interact with other human beings? So let's keep going here. Uh, I wrote down Poe Dameron as Dameron, Dameron, as foolish, 
and unwise. He's hot-headed. He has no balance. He he bucks against the system. And you were saying in. like you think Poe is way different in this movie than in the Force Awakens. I don't know. He's not in Force Awakens. I I should be. He's not in Force Awakens enough for me to get it, his oh, okay. character. I was like, yes, right? he is. <laughs> I mean, he's in it for a little bit, yeah. but he's very quick, and then he's out, gone, or whatever. Yeah. Um, so, so I think he's just foolish and unwise. Holda has some plan that she should have told about Holdo or whatever her name Seems is. Purple easy haired, to just tell people. Purple haired baby princess, whatever her name is. <laughs> I don't. I'm not sure of who she is. She's just there. She should have told him. Okay. Yeah. But the other thing is, he shouldn't have gone and go. We got to be the heroes. You know, he's so intent on being a hero or being mm. some sort of member. You know, he wants to be remembered that he's just going to do his own thing and send Finn out and do all this stuff. Whatever. Yeah. If you love Poe, I'm sorry, but I just. He didn't do it for me, this yeah. movie, okay? Uh, so we got to balance. Matthew six thirty three through 34. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. All right, so finding balance means seeking God's kingdom first, right? Yeah. It means seeking God's... If you seek first the kingdom of God, what's the promise there? All these things will be added to you. Yeah. And then the next part is really difficult. Do not be anxious. Hmm. Now, I'm I'm an anxious person. Yeah. And I, you know. Me I, too. Yeah. I, you know, and I think a lot of us are. Some, there are some people who are like carefree, whatever. And that doesn't, this is not what Jesus is saying. He's saying, don't worry. Just, you know, fly by the seat of your pants, whatever. <laughs> just go be a hippie. That's not what he's saying. He's just saying, listen, if you are overly worried about something and you're not trusting in God. Yeah. We talked about this in our episode on fear. Uh, we talked about how all fear really is a rational fear because God has everything under control. Yeah. And so our fear in a way is a, a sin and our anxiety over anxiety, not worrying about something. We should definitely worry if my son runs out in traffic or mm-hmm. something. Right. But my over anxiety, like, Oh my word, how am I going to, what am I going to eat tomorrow? Oh no. Blah, blah. You know, like it's okay. Like plan ahead. If you redeem your time, if you work right, you're yeah. going to have food tomorrow. Yeah. Um, and God provides all that stuff. And if you just look at it, I mean the way the parable or the way he's stating it there is tomorrow compared to today. We're supposed to worry about today. Today, yeah. get stuff figured out. Yeah. Figure out, you know, what's my plan for later. But realize that you don't have control over the future. So there, there's literally no purpose in worrying yeah, about worrying tomorrow. Worrying can't add another day to your life. Not a bit. Not a bit. <laughs> so, but if you have today in order, and just right now, like, what's the best thing for me to do with my time right now? Is it play video? No. <laughs> oh my goodness, if you do that. <laughs> Is it to pop, plug in my controller? And pl- <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so balance. You got to find balance. Seek God's kingdom first. Uh, I thought about this. Kylo is is used as a tool of two old men who are seeking their kingdoms. Yeah. Because Luke, really, he's coming off a high. He's coming, you know, his dad died a good guy, went to the force, whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's coming off a high and he's going, you know what? I'm going to seek my own kingdom now. I'm going to reestablish the Jedi order. I'm going to do it better right. than everybody else did. Yeah. And his kingdom shatters. Yeah. And then Kylo goes to another kingdom. I'm going to get the dark side and we're going to Snoke's over there. And he, that kingdom shatters yeah. because they're not seeking like the whole idea of the movie is that the force itself is balancing itself. And so as a dark side rises up, a light side equally powerful rises up and it's trying to maintain this balance. And the people on both sides could care less. They don't care about the balance. They just care about their side right. and they want to wipe out everything else. And so Kylo's kind of used in this. And so we, we, care here's the thing about the christian life we don't hate the dark side (laughs) like like we hate sin and evil Mm -hmm. but we love sinners right because we're sinners right we love everybody love god love others and so we're by seeking god's kingdom first we're actually seeking the welfare of all humanity 
Mm-hmm. Because God's kingdom is for every like it's for all those who will believe. And the whole point of the Christian life is that we're supposed to better the world. Yeah. We're supposed to be stewards of what God's given us. And so if if Luke had done that, I mean, I guess he was trying to make the the universe a better place or something. There was some idea there. Maybe. Uh, I guess even on the dark side, they have some sort of idea that they think they're going to revolution. I guess. I don't know what their main goal is. Rule the universe, I think. Rule the universe, yeah. But our, our main goal as Christians is the reconciliation of all things to God. Yes. That's our goal. To put God in the rule of the universe. Put, yeah, which he is already. Right. You know, just to let the, you know. So anyways, the next part there is 1 Corinthians 10, 13. It says, no temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with the temptation, he will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. And so in this life, we are simul justus et peccator, I think is the way you say it. It's Latin. And it means at the same time, righteous and a sinner. And so Jeremy and I will wake up tomorrow Mm-hmm. We'll have our own tomorrow. We'll have its own issues, its own sins that will creep in our own temptations. And the Bible says that if we go to Christ, if we go to God, uh, we get, we have a way out. Yeah, we have a way of escape. And so, a- as we seek balance, as we seek to overcome the darkness, uh, we have balance in the Holy Spirit. We we can ask for discernment and wisdom and say, Lord, give us grace right now. Right. Give us our daily bread is what we talked about this morning. Give mm-hmm. us give us bread today because I, I'm going to eat it. And I'm going to need more bread tomorrow. Uh, I need grace. Um, living as spirit-empowered people, we're tempted yet able to overcome by God's grace. I thought about Kylo. He's offered a way of escape. Like you said, you pointed this out. Ray offers him a way of escape. Yeah. And and he says, no. And then she he, she he tempts her and says, here's my way. And she says, no. Right. And so they're both tempted. He has a way out. She has a way in. And they both push back. And so it's almost about the idea like the balancing itself out once again. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways. Snaps a lightsaber in half. Yeah. Snaps a lightsaber. Oh, does she do that? I forgot yeah, about that. Yeah, at the end she has the two pieces. That's Somehow right. she wakes up before he does. Yeah. I don't know exactly what happened Snip in the throne room. Snappy snap. Mm. Anyways, so that's our um, our discussion on Last Jedi. Anything else you want to add to that? Uh, if you haven't seen the movie, I think it's worth seeing. Yeah. I'll probably buy it. Like I'd like to have that just in my house. Yeah, yeah throw some money at it. It's Why definitely not? worth seeing. I already went and saw it twice. Yeah. Uh, on a side, complete side tangent, I saw The Greatest Showman on Earth, uh-huh. The Greatest Showman, and I saw Coco, and they're both good too. So if you're looking for a movie with the kids or something over here during this break, if you have a few days left here, mm-hmm. uh, go see something like that. Yeah, so good stuff. The Christian life is difficult. It's a difficult road. Uh, I hate my sin. I don't love it. I daily fight it. The things yeah. I don't want to do, I do do. The things I do don't do 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 do. Uh, as Paul says, I I read That's that. Not what he says. I, I know. It's not. I it. read that the other night, and I was like, oh my goodness, this is, it's so funny. It looks like do not do do do. Yeah. All right. Anyways, very yeah. Jedi. So I, I we we fight our sin in this life. We push back against this evil age, but we persevere through the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen yes. to that. Thanks. Amen. Thanks. Thanks be to God. If you listen to this podcast and you enjoy it, mm-hmm. would you do us a favor? Would you go to iTunes or wherever you listen to this? For just a dime a day. Yeah, for just a dime. You can help a dog <laughs> in need. Would you uh, give us a like and review or share it with a friend or something like that? If one person shares it and then they share it with two friends. Right. And then, imagine the imagine, snowball. Imagine. Um, anyways, our whole purpose in doing this whole podcast mm-hmm. is to, it's it's a few things, to encourage you, Yep. to give you some sort of springboard into the gospel with a friend who maybe saw this movie. Yep. And if you are not a believer or you're searching or questioning and you're listening to this, to hopefully give you some answers yeah. and to hopefully point you to the cross. Yeah. 
where repentance and faith, you know, hope, love, faith, all those things are there for you, and there's freedom uh, from the balance. You don't have to balance it yourself. <laughs> God is with you. Uh, he can he can be with you and lead you all the rest of your days. Absolutely. So, now check out the other uh, podcasts on the Society of Reformed Podcasters. Uh, there are five others, four others, four something others. like that. Super solid guys. Yeah, the, I've been listening to a lot of that stuff. It's it's great. So keep checking that out. As always, thanks so much for listening to Nerd Gospel Podcast. I'm Heath. I'm Jeremy. Stay nerdy. <laughs>